Welcome to Trader Triggers, presented to you by Rob MV3 Trader. This is a segment of Futures Trade Radio that is brought to you by The Ultimate Trader's Guide, your one-stop shop for the most valuable income-producing information on the internet. Go to ultimatetradersguide.net to learn more. Link in the show notes. Now enjoy the show. All right, so welcome back to the second half of Futures Trade Radio for the segment of Trader Triggers. So for today's Trader Trigger, the closeout 22, this one's going to be one more build on what has transformed into the overall theme of the month. That theme being reaching your potential or your peak potential as a trader, right? That theme kind of just came by way of how the energy has flowed for this month. So for the potential final piece of this build, this talk is going to be around delayed gratification and how delayed gratification contributes to you being bulletproof or being a bulletproof trader. This one comes by way of me hearing people that talk about the mistakes that they made when they were getting started with trading as a newbie, as a beginner trader. And the mistake being specifically how they were bouncing from strategy to strategy before they actually focused on one strategy that eventually led them to becoming consistent and becoming successful. Now that can be sort of something that holds you back bouncing around from strategy to strategy. But what's interesting to me in this whole thing is how they leave off all the, the positive that came during that phase or during that time period to where they were just bouncing around from strategy to strategy. Right? So, just because that may not have been or may not have shown a profitable outcome in their PL, there were still things that were gained that helped them along their journey once they actually started to be con- consistent, right? So they still gained experiences and things when they were bouncing around from strategy to strategy. They still learned things, right? That contributed to their success overall. So for this talk, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some of the benefits that you can see or that you can achieve through a phase of bouncing around from strategy to strategy, what I call what I'm referring to as strategy hopping. One thing for sure with the strategy hopping is every, they are everybody who talked about it. What they did find is they all found the strategy that worked for them. So many of us have this idea that the only way to succeed or to be successful or to show you that you have found some level of success in this business is by how much your P&L grows. But I've mentioned before how I've gained so much more than money that I've made along my journey, right? Through my participation in this environment, right? So we're all here to make money, of course, but from my perspective, from what I've experienced, the market has so much more to offer, right? One of those benefits for me being is how much or how deeply I understand myself at this point. Like when I came into this, I thought I had a pretty good hold on who I was as a person. And I thought I knew myself pretty well. But when I started trading, these markets showed me that I had a lot more to learn about myself. It's a mirror, right? So it shows you exactly who you are. It shows you your strengths. It shows you your weaknesses. It's right there. If you're participating in this market, it's going to be right there. It's going to put it right there in your face, right? So. I only say that to say that there's a lot 
to be gained or a lot to be learned from participating in this market more than just how much money we can make. All right, so getting back to the point, you definitely don't need to, but if you delay the gratification of making money early on in your trading career or your trading business, your trading journey, what you will gain in the long run from my personal experience from trading can make that experience of the process, right? Going through the process. If you delay that gratification, delaying that gratification can make the process completely worth it, worth it at the end of the day, right? So let's just get into some of, I'm going to bring up three benefits that I can see from trying out different strategies or bouncing around from strategy to strategy. Three benefits that you can achieve or that you can experience from going through a phase of strategy hopping. All right, so one thing that you gain undeniably is clarity on what you're good at and what you suck at, right? Or what you're not so good at. So one thing that I'm not so good at is keeping up with fundamentals, right? And trying out different things and just seeing what was interesting to me and seeing what was not inter interesting to me. One thing is for sure, I'm not a fundamentals guy at all, right? I don't like to keep up with things that are happening with a, a ticker symbol, being a stock in a company, right? And just what they're doing and all that stuff. Like I may be interested in the company, for example, let's just say uh, Apple, right? I like their products, some things that they put out, some things that they do behind the scenes can catch my interest, but I'm not so, in terms of the fundamentals and, and trading and investing and looking at all at the numbers and breaking out, that's not my thing, right? So strategy hopping can actually uncover the things that you're strong at and the things that you're not so strong at, right? Because it's unreasonable to try to be good at everything. Now you can, you can be decent at everything, but if you find what you're really good at, what your energy vibes with, when you want to level up, you can, you know, it helps to lean into that understanding what that is. So strategy hopping can help you understand what you're really good at, what your frequency really vibes with, right? So if you just pick one strategy on the inverse of this, if you just pick one strategy and you never try anything else, you don't really know if that strategy is the perfect strategy or the right fit for you, right? It doesn't mean it doesn't, that, strat that strategy doesn't work. That strategy could work for you. It could give you profits. But how do you know that there's maybe not another strategy that works better? Or maybe like for me, energetically, I feel it. So I can feel like the strategy that I started out with, I can look back in hindsight and see where that strategy worked and where it didn't. And I can look and see, actually, I recorded this for like a year and a half, at least a year and a half to two years. I recorded how my strategy should have worked every single day. That strategy would have giving me money, right? It would have, I would have made money with that strategy over the long term. However, just, I just energetically, I felt like there was more. Now it was interesting about this before we move into the next, the next benefit is a lot of people with that movement right there of having a feeling that there's something, another level to gain or something more to achieve. A lot of people in this industry, they will say that that's not the way to go, right? They will say that you just need to focus on one thing and because, you know, there's no perfect strategy, you know, however they go about saying it, like there's no perfect strategy, you know, you just need to focus on this one thing and just do this one thing until you get good at it. 
Well, you can also force yourself to be good at something that's not the best fit for you or decent at something that's not the best fit for you. That doesn't really put you in the best position to gain the most from this environment. The only way to really know that is to try out different things, right? So which kind of leads into our next point, which is by strategy hopping and, and learning different strategies, you're not going to have, or you're not going to be stuck to just one single approach, right? And since you're not relying on just one strategy or one approach, you increase your chances of maintaining profitability through the various market cycles, right? You hear people talking about their frustrations or their struggles when their strategy stops working during a period when the market has changed when the market conditions have changed and now their strategy is not working so well and they start to see that decline in their, their P&L. When you have multiple strategies, when you've experienced multiple strategies, that gives you a tool bag of different strategies to switch to when the conditions have changed, right? Because there's a strategy for different conditions. Now, if you really want to go along the journey, you can build a strategy and it's going to take a lot of delayed gratification. You can build a strategy that works in any market condition, right? So just going back to experiencing multiple strategies, one way to build that strategy that survives through multiple market conditions is to, you've got to test out different things and you got to do this, go through the strategy hopping phase. And from there, you will be able to take bits and pieces from these different strategies and you'll be able to formulate and build your own, be your own trade engineer and build your own strategy based off of all the work, the things that vibrated with you the most and the things that worked out that you saw through these different strategies that worked out the most for you. And you'll be able to put that stuff together and now you can make a, a strategy that survives through multiple market cycles and in different market conditions. So I've even heard it to where this trader, there's a trader that's, you know, really popular on social media within a certain niche that he said that he had 30 different strategies that he can rely on when he needs them. Now for me, that's a bit excessive. You know, I would, I have about like maybe five, five or six different strategies that I can you know, bounce around between plus my main strategy. But at any rate, now, no matter how many strategies you have, right? Having 30 strategies that you can go to actually gives you a deep tool bag, no matter what the market is doing, right? And that was his point. So with that, you know, having all those different strategies, that right there is bulletproof trading, right? That fits into the, the theme of what we've been talking about this month. So... At any rate, right, with all that being said, your strategy is not what makes you successful, right? It's primarily going to be the intangible elements of your business that's going to be the difference between consistent profits and roller coaster results. So strategy hopping is not necessarily uh, effective if you're just trying to find the best strategy. But what it's going to do is it's going to give you a lot of experience in a lot of different areas, which is going to help you develop those intangibles. One of those intangibles we're going to get into next. And then once you develop those intangibles, once you become consistent, once you become disciplined, once you have a good hold on your risk, now you have a, a list of strategies that you can use to get the most benefit from what's really going to make you successful as a trader or what's really going to make you consistent. Now with that consistency, you're going to need a solid risk management plan, right? which is the third benefit. And one thing that strategy hopping for sure teaches you is the risk associated 
with this environment, right? This is one of my favorite things about these prop firms, by the way, where I've been able to fully explore the risk side of how I participate in this market and, and the risk associated in this environment, right? Having real risk on the table by paying for the funded or the uh, evaluation accounts, right? Going through the funded process, right? But at, at no point that I ever had to put up the full amount of risk to take each trade, right? So you get to minimize, significantly minimize your risk, but you get to fully explore what it means to, you know, take wide stops or to have tight stops and try to, you know, you get to explore the full range of risk associated with participating in this environment, right? So in my journey, it may have been hard to understand looking from the outside, but the risk I was taking on my trades, especially with when I had the biggest losses, all of that risk was calculated. You know, I wasn't just wildly swinging for the fences. I allowed myself to fully gain the, that experience. So now I have a base of firsthand knowledge that I can use to tweak my plan, to tweak my um, risk management plan, and also develop as a trader. Something that I wouldn't have had if I wasn't willing to delay the gratification. If I was super focused or concerned about the rise of my PL or making money as quickly as I could. And kind of as a final point for this, you know, for risk management on the risk management side of things, there are certain strategies or trading techniques that the gurus speak strongly against, right? And the main reason these strategies such as, you know, averaging down and something like that are so taboo is because the risk associated with trading in such a way is, is huge, right? That's, you know, the reason why these strategies are so taboo is because there's a lot of risk that's associated with it. Now, when it works, it works great. But when it doesn't work, there's a ton of risk that goes along with that. But what I've learned from personal experience, from firsthand experience, is that it's completely possible to use these strategies for consistent results. But you just have to understand how to effectively reduce the risk, which is the hard part. That's the hard part. It's easy to see these taboo strategies and how they can give you, they could produce positive results for you. But the hard part is figuring out how to do that without taking on too much risk, right? And that risk is going to be subjective based off of how much capital you have to trade with, based off your risk tolerance, based off your psychology, right? Based off your frequency of trading, all that's going to define what the pro appropriate risk is for you. If you can even, if, you do, if you're even fit to trade these taboo strategies. But at the end of the day, what we do know for sure is that what I do know for sure is that all of those strategies can be applied consistently as long as you go through the process of mitigating that risk. And the only way to go through the process, in my opinion, to mitigate that risk is through trial and error and trying out different things and being willing to do something like use these funded programs not necessarily to make money right away, but to use these funded programs to explore and to test out different things or different ways of executing within this environment where you can learn how to eventually mitigate that risk and do so consistently to so where you can use these strategies that no one else is using. So that right there, it kind of gives you, you know, it, it adds to your edge. All right. So I just want to make it clear 
that I'm not saying that strategy hopping is the way to go when you're starting, right? Especially if you're doing it to try to find the perfect strategy that, that's going to give you the best results. There is a significant benefit to picking one strategy in the beginning and working on your intangibles. The main message that I'm, that I'm attempting to deliver here is no matter where you are in your journey, it's highly unlikely that you're just making a complete mistake and wasting time on something like strategy hopping, right? So I just wanted to make that point because what triggered this was me hearing somebody, right? I've heard this a lot, but the last one that I heard where they were talking about, and they were someone that's looked up to in this environment, in this industry, as being a leader in this space, right? Being a leader, at least for the people that follow them and that pays for their services and pays for their program. But they were talking about how they started strategy hopping in the beginning, but they only focused on the negative side of it, right? There is no only one side of things. There's always a, you know, multiple sides of it. Well, there's one side, there's the other side, and then there's everything in the middle. So I wanted to take this time to also explore the other side of things and the positive side of going through this journey or through this phase of bouncing around from strategy to strategy because there are things to be learned by doing such a thing, right? So to wrap this up, Contrary to popular belief, we can see that trying multiple strategies is not a complete loss, right? I just, you know, went through some of the benefits of strategy hopping. There's even more benefits than that. I just picked out three, such as, you know, it helps you with decision-making. It helps you to be able to make better decisions. And another benefit is, you know, it, it can help you gain a, diver a diverse set of skills. Now, I kind of spoke on that with the strategies in terms of the strategies, but also in terms of what you're able to do in this environment, it does help you gain and improve more skills that you can, you know, that you can use when you need to. Like being able to see uh, like the probability of a certain pattern, you know, playing out one way or the other, right? And then you can, around that, you can develop a way to participate in that or sit on the sidelines if you want. But to be able to read the charts or to read whatever that you're reading and make better decisions than what you started out with, right? So strategy hopping can help with your decision-making, you know, and it gives you a set of skills. It can improve your skills and gives you so much more in your tool bag, in your trading tool bag that you can use when you need to, right? And a list of benefits goes on and on. I'm not gonna spend hours talking about this thing because there can be so many more benefits, you know, but the overall, I just wanted to shed a positive light on that, right? So. With all that being said, I appreciate each and every one of you for tapping into another segment of Trader Triggers. I appreciate all of you for, you know, riding with everybody that stuck with me through this whole trademark thing. Like I said, I'm probably going to work in another trade along type of thing moving into 2023. But this has definitely been fun. Not the easiest thing to do in the world to jump on a live stream and trade every single day, you know, for the world to see. But it's definitely been worth it from, from me. So I hope y'all got something valuable from it and from these traders triggers. And I hope you have a good weekend and a, a safe and blessed transition into 2023. You can catch these live on YouTube at MV3 Trader during the Futures Trade Radio live stream, plus more videos on day trading futures. Also make sure you head on over to ultimatetradersguide.net for more valuable income producing information. All links and resources mentioned are in the show notes. Thanks for listening and until next time, trade it easy.